And that was from Map of Liberation 2019 on Rogart, the Tiger Trio. Welcome and welcome again to KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Friday morning frequency in the house. The feature the music of a lot of women jazz artists today. Beth Custer in the background, Minneapolis instrumental from Hometown Music for the Joe Good Performance Group. Back in 2013, she's appearing tonight at uh, the Joe Henderson Lab, San Francisco Jab Jazz. We'll get more into that with some more music. And I think one of the uh, collaborators in the amazing new band for the love of fire and water is the guitarist Mary Halverson and speaking of uh, women composers her her release melt frame features covers of other other artists and why don't we feature the work of Carla Blay the track Ida Lufina, and we'll come back and play some more Beth, give her some shout-outs for her incredible show and songbook to be released today, but uh, again, welcome along to San Francisco Community Radio on the Friday Morning Frequencies.
Underwriting for KXSF comes from Noise, a record shop located in the Richmond district between 39th and 40th Avenue, specializing in local bands, artists, and music producers. Contact them calling 415-702-6006 or email them at noisemusicsf at gmail.com. Thanks to Noise for supporting San Francisco Community Radio KXSF. And thank you, Noise. Thank you all for supporting us here at San Francisco Community Radio, however you can. Uh, we just heard solo guitar from Mary Halverson, who will be appearing as part of the Fire for the Love of Fire and Water Quintet this weekend at SF Jazz. More on that to come in an interview with uh, pianist, composer, leader of that group, uh, local UC Berkeley educator, all sorts of things. Uh, Myra Milford in the house or an interview later on. We'll have some tickets for both shows, probably at the, a little bit towards the end of this hour and, and after that interview. So stay tuned. Two shows on Saturday and Sunday. And before uh, Mary Halverson, again, we have the Minneapolis uh, uh, instrumental in the background. But uh, the incredible welcome by the Tiger Trio, another of Myra Melford's um, all-women um, creative music groups. And that one features uh, Nicole Mitchell on, uh, on flute. And we get into some of her new music as well later on. But right now I want to take you... Uh, to the incredible bassist Linda May O, her recent release, Aventurine.
I would like to talk to all the adults who can vote in the next election on November 8th. I'm 11 years old and your vote will have an impact on my life and all the other children and teenagers. Please don't let us down. Use the power of your vote to make all our lives better. Vote on November 8th or don't forget to mail in your ballot. Thank you. Thank you, and please do get out and vote. It is so crucially important, especially this election. Get people out elsewhere as well, you know. Do your bit for walking precincts, for, um, yeah, for uh, doing phone banking if you can, um, especially in some contested states um, where voting rights are not assured. And so thank you so much for whatever you do to promote democracy and let freedom ring, as we just heard from Carolyn Chung and Citizens Jazz out of Oakland from their 2019 release, or 2021 release, I'm sorry, The Sounds of Hey Jin, we heard Let Freedom Ring. Before that, the amazing bassist as well, Linda Mayhan Oh, her, new, her recent release, 2019, Aventurine, and uh, focusing a lot on on uh, women's jazz today and different uh, folks. And how could we uh, not go without uh, Ms. Jerry Allen, um, rising power, incredible pianist and composer, and uh, this interesting release, Perfection, with uh, Terry Lynn Carrington on drums. Maybe get into that as well, her new standards release, um, redressing the... Uh, exclusion or the the neglect of women from the jazz canon, especially in terms of uh, in terms of scores, in terms of written music. This is Jerry Rigged with David Murray on on saxes and Terry Lynn Carrington, and of course Jerry Allen. So Jerry Allen on piano. Jerry Rigged, San Francisco community radio.
Coffee Brown, and I want to give a big shout out to KXSF, who's been supporting local businesses and bands and artists like me, the Coffee Brown Band, and they need your help. They need you to go online right now to kxsf.fm and donate, and they've been doing a fantastic job, so why don't you give back just a little bit and um, help keep them going, help keep them thriving. All right, y'all. Peace and love. DJ4 in Japan. We know you're listening, enjoying all of KXSF's great music and programming that you can't find anywhere else on corporate radio or streaming service. But we need your financial support to keep San Francisco community on the air. Donate now to KXSF and become a part of our community by going to www.kxsf.fm and rescue real radio. Thanks for your support. And thank you all for doing what you can to get out the vote to support San Francisco Community Radio and community endeavors of all kinds in the background. Little Beth Custer coming uh, to SF Jazz tonight, releasing her new sound song book, one of many. We had a great interview with her last week. And uh, yeah, check it out. 7 p.m. show. Uh, tonight, as well as a 8.30 show, uh, redoing a amazing the score for an amazing uh, Georgian silent film, an anti-bureaucratic epic, which uh, you have to see to believe. This is Beth Custer, Doña Luz, 30 Besos Band, 20 Besos Band, Brenda's Music Box.
And that was, of course, Beth Custer appearing tonight with her ensemble at 7 o'clock and with a bigger band, how they're going to fit, I don't know, at the Joe Henderson Lab at San Francisco Jazz. Little Esperanza Spalding in the background from the amazing uh, 12 Little Spells, readying to rise legs. Seems like appropriate spell for coming up on Election Day. But of course, we just heard an unreleased track from uh, Beth Custer's uh, To Be Released Tonight, Songbook Volume 1, from uh, All Hands on Deck, her new publishing company. But again, performing tonight, 7 o'clock, 8.30 shows at uh, San Francisco Jazz in the Joe Henderson Lab. You couldn't do better for local music. Before that, her uh, Doña Luz, Trente Besos uh, release. Uh, Brenda's Music Box, that's the uh, track from City of Tribes Records. Before that, uh, missed this on the back front announce thing that I tried to pull off there. Terry Lynn Carrington, of course, the amazing uh, drummer and her band Social Science from Waiting Game back in 2019, if not now, featuring the vocals of Mumu Fresh. And again, we are excited to uh, have some have some uh, interview with uh, Myra Melford, who is also appearing at SF Jazz this weekend. Saturday and Sunday shows. We'll have some tickets uh, momentarily, maybe after this track. But uh, I think we'll let this play through and come around with another track from from Myra Melford and get into the interview right around the 11 o'clock hour. KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, indeed. Readying to rise, shall we not? Readying to rise, parenthesis legs from 12 Little Spells on Concord Records from 2019. Before that, uh, sort of in the background, actually, Elaine Correa, Lizzie Excel, Mike Soper, Mulele Matanda, live, a live takeaway track, um, unreleased thing. From those guys, incredible drummer and uh, Lizzie Excel, Beth Custer. Before that, I'm going to take a minute to do some underwriters and then uh, come back with uh, with uh, music from uh, from the amazing Myra Melford, who's will start the interview soon and give away tickets. But first, first this. Hey, KXSF listeners and Bayview neighbors. Lucky Grocery Store is moving into the neighborhood with everything you love, all in one place. From local products to everyday items at prices you need. Check out the grand opening of your new Lucky Store today at Bayview Plaza at the corner of 3rd Street in Evans. KXSF would like to thank Lucky Grocery Store for their support. Indeed, addressing the... Needs of the neighborhood, definitely uh, good to have a grocery store <laughs> at that part of town for sure. Just down the tracks from your KXSF community radio. So uh, let's give away tickets. It is time. It is about 10.54. Thanks to Lucky Grocery and thanks to you all for tuning in to Friday Morning Frequencies here at SF Community Radio. And... I want to play one of the tracks from uh, her amazing band, Snowy Egret, uh, Rise in Power, Ron Miles. But, um, and we'll play some more a little bit later. She talks about that band a little bit. But right now, as to the theme, we're going to play a track called Little Pockets. Everyone pays taxes. But uh, first, I want to uh, give away those tickets. So I have for the, the Saturday Late Show, 
And uh, I believe that is, let me look again. So for this this Saturday, 11-5, an 8.30 show with the incredible Myra Melford, the fire, for the love of fire and water quintet, including the cellist Tamika Reed, including the guitarist Mary Halverson, saxes Ingrid Laubach. Incredible band. And we'll pay some more of that, get into the interview in a minute. But just to begin, this is Little Pockets. Give me a call at four Little Pockets. Everyone pays taxes. Maybe not the rich, but uh, everyone pays taxes. Give me a call, 415-648-7327 as I drop this track. 415-648-7327 for tickets for Saturday evening to the uh, brilliant Myra Melford and for the Love of Fire and Water Quintet at SF Jazz, the Joe Henderson Lab. It's going to be amazing.
KXSF LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Streaming, as always, at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Friday Morning Frequencies. It's about 11.01. And uh, congrats to our ticket winner for Myra Melford and Love of Fire and Water Quintet appearing at uh, SF Jazz this coming uh, Saturday and Sunday. Early and late shows. I'll have tickets, one, one more set of tickets for the Sunday show, Sunday late show, uh, probably at the end of the interview. We just heard from 2015's Little Pockets, Everyone Pays Taxes, the Snowy Egret Band, uh, an amazing, an amazing quintet that featured Rod Miles, Rise Power, the quintet on the cornet. In the back, from that same release, first protest, appropriately enough, on these election moments. But I want to take uh, take a minute and get into that interview, but just tell you a little bit about Myra Melford, an amazing improviser, composer, Bay Area pianist who's been an educator at UC Berkeley at the composition and improvisational practices area uh, of the Department of Music, bringing cutting-edge jazz and new music to a whole new generation of folks in the Bay. She is an incredible improviser and composer and has assembled, uh, you know, 30-plus 30 30 records over 30 years, an incredible lineup of uh, improvisers. Uh, Snowy Egret that we're listening to in the background included Cornetist Ron Miles, as I said, guitarist Liberty Elman, Stomu Takeshi on bass and uh, drummer, the amazing Tishan Sori. Um, but why don't we get into uh, a little bit more of that. So she was born in 1957 near Chicago, trained with blues and boogie-woogie through Irwin Helfer, jazz with uh, Art Landy and Gary Peacock in Chicago started as a, a band leader in 1990, more than 20 albums as a leader or co-leader, but certainly other deep collaborations, including with our amazing clarinet treasure here in the Bay, Ben Goldberg, will probably play a little bit more of him and maybe some of Beth Kester, though they, they, I don't think they've ever collaborated. But Ben Goldberg, the Dialogues record is, we'll get into maybe at the end of the interview. We heard early on the feet freely improvising Tiger Trio with the amazing flautist Nicole Mitchell and uh, Joel Leandre, um, and another uh, incredible group of female improvisers, MZM. We'll hear from that too. Myra Melford again appearing in this this coming uh, Saturday and Sunday at SF Jazz in the Joe Henderson Lab. Bound to be an amazing show with the incredible uh, Ingrid Laubach-Rock on tenor and soprano saxophones, Tamika Reed on cello, Leslie Mock on drums, an incredible drummer, um, and Mary Halverson on guitar. So let's get into that interview. Keep this playing in the background, first protest. But uh, thank you for tuning in again to San Francisco Community Radio. Stay tuned for tickets towards the end of the interview. This is Myra Melford, visual artist. 
response to the Gata set for The Love of Fire and Water, a series of 10 works by Cy Twombly. Tell, tell me about that choice a little bit and how that resonated for you. Well, um, geez, uh, I just love his work. You know, I, I like I like his work across, you know, the 50 plus mm. 60 years or whatever he was working. And um, but, you know, when I first discovered his work, it was it was some of the earlier um, blackboard drawings and things like this that he was doing in the 60s, mm-hmm. late 50s and 60s, that where there was just this incredible gesture and energy coming off of the of the of the drawing or the painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I really had this feeling like, oh, I think that looks like how I play the piano, <laughs> you know, and that I think what I really became fascinated with was how was in responding to his work with my own music. Mm-hmm. And so um, I chose that set because they're uh, they're they have that same energy and gesture in them as some of those early works that I first fell in love with. And I like that they're a series and I could um you know, so I could develop a suite of music mm-hmm. um, based on a, a suite or a set of drawings that were all connected in theme, I think, in place, probably for him, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, that really appealed to me. So did did each of those sets, uh, each of those pieces, one through 10, did they respond directly to each of those drawings? I would say, you know, there it moved around a little bit. I mm-hmm. kind of came up with ten initial responses, and then I started thinking, well, maybe some of, maybe this one would work better with this drawing. And then later, I wrote a second set of music, which of some of which we'll play this weekend. Some of which we'll play at SF Jazz um, because we we toured uh, the CD release in Europe last spring. And I wanted to have more music to offer, places where we had to play two sets or longer sets. And I ended up writing a series of five pieces that became insertions that I inserted into the original suite. And and but again with specific drawings in mind. Mm. So I ended up, so they become kind of interchangeable as palettes or environments where certain kinds of playing or music could happen.
read that you considered it the first installment of a multi-part project inspired by the work of Sly Twombly. Were those insertions also inspired by his work, or is yes. that sort of to come? No, no, that they they were inspired. They were like my second uh, take two response to some of the drawings. I see. So, but but the difference with them is that they're they're more they're a little bit more composed. They feel more like. Uh, some of the pieces on the the album, of course, do as well. But these are more like um, things that fall in between the more open improvisation. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You intend to continue that sort of set of of responses to Twombly's work, or is there? Yes, but I but now I'm I've started working on other pieces of art for different ensembles. So I've been working on a duet with the bassist Joël Leandra in Paris to several uh, prints that we both resonated with, mm -hmm. and I'm writing two sets of music for two different trios that I'll perform in Germany next year. And I've chosen some works that come from German collections for that. Mm. So I, I think it's it's just ongoing for a while. That's wonderful. I mean, it, it it's exciting to to think about that. Has visual art always been an inspiration for your practice? Yeah, it has for a long time. In general, I'm often inspired by extra musical influences or inspirations. It, it could be literature or poetry or architecture, but visual art has been a big part of that. Going back, gosh. Well, you know, I think actually maybe the first, I, I was certainly inspired by architecture before I started working with visual art, but probably the first visual artist was actually Cy Twombly. When I was first introduced to his work in 1994, there was a retrospective at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And I wrote a piece inspired by what I understood of his process Um uh, called Drawing in the Dark for my Same River Twice Quintet back in the mid-90s. Mm. That's an interesting story. I, it bears repeating just that you were so uh, taken by the idea that he would sort of turn out all the lights and draw in the dark. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I think, again, it relates back to my this this initial response I had to his work, which was very visceral and kinesthetic. Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, when I saw those gestures, I wanted to physically make these gestures on the piano nice. and um so it really uh you know the idea that that it was more about the feeling of making the line that was important than than what it looked like although of course what it looked like was also important to him aesthetically but that it came first from the feeling and I think that's the way I often approach playing music is a kind of intuition about or an impulse and then once I once that's audible then I start working you know off of the sound as well as the gesture. So I read as well that part of the process of creating this work for the love of fire and water was put on hiatus as many musicians and artists found because of covid you guys assembled played some amazing music together and then you know the recording and touring plans had to stop how did that hiatus affect the work and and you as and and all of you as a quintet well i can speak more to the former it gave me a lot of time i i, I originally put this together in kind of a slapdash fashion i was playing a, a week long gig at the stone in new york 
and I was presenting bands that I had been working with the last few years. And I wanted to have, uh, this is a five night, five, five night run. And I wanted to have one night in which I did something completely different. Mm -hmm. So I assembled this group of players thinking it, initially that we would just improvise in different duos and trios and so on. But then I, I thought, well, here's an opportunity. I've got a bunch of sketches and I've got some ideas for, you know, different kinds of textures and, and environments in which I would like to improvise, but I can leave a lot open to the player's own input. Mm -hmm. And I put together this roadmap, which eventually became For the Love of Fire and Water. And after having enough time to really live with that music and think about it, I realized there was a lot of room to flesh it out. And that's what I did before we made the record. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, you know, we had only played that one time in June of 2019 before we met to play, record the record in July of 2021. And it was just as magical, but we hadn't played at all as an ensemble. No Zoom sessions, as many people did. <laughs> no, I did some of those with other people, but not with that band. All right, then. Uh, so you've assembled an amazing ensemble. Mary Halverson on guitar, Ingrid Laubach on soprano, tenor sax, Tamika Reed on cello, Susie Ibarra on drums and percussion. Tell us a little bit about the process of recording and creation and how you all traded off. Clearly, there's some beautiful overlapping solos and incredible work in there. Well, some of that, some of the, I mean, first of all, they're all amazing, amazing performers mm. and improvisers. And as you said, composers. So, you know, when I, I think as improvisers, we are composers and we think as composers, mm -hmm. but these guys are all really masters of that. And so I, I would just make suggestions like the 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 piece the suite opens with a series of overlapping solos and that was something that i that i was specifically going for um and so i did but it was just really a couple sentences where i described you know that i would start and then so and so would wait for this sonic cue or the right feeling to come mm -hmm. in and that we would continue like this until it was time to merge into the next piece and 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 other things happened completely freely without my my suggestion and and that was what's so much fun about this band for me is that i totally trust them to make great music you know no matter what and i can give them a lot of direction or very little direction and it will all work And that's Myra Melford, an interview. Uh, we're going to carry on with that, but want to take a little break in the background. The Strawberry from the Snowy Egret Band. Let's uh, take a second, take a little break to take care of business, and we'll be back with the interview and more music from Myra Melford and the For the Love of Fire and Water Quintet appearing this Saturday and Sunday at SF Jazz and an amazing new release, uh, self-titled For the Love of Fire and Water, based, as we were talking about, on the visual art of Cy Twombly. Let's give some, some gratitude to some of our sponsors, San Francisco Community Radio, KXSF.FM. Thanks. 
Support for KXSF comes from Open Mind Music, a haven for record lovers since 1994. Henry at Open Mind believes music soothes the soul, inspires change, and makes us move. Find a wide variety from ABBA to Zappa, funk to punk, bebop to hip-hop, including new and used LPs, vintage turntables, local art, and your chance to meet Roxy the Doxy. Come find your groove in record time at Open Mind Music, 5521 College Avenue near Rockridge Bart in Oakland. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Open Mind Music. Catch Henry on the Open Mind Music Experience every Wednesday from 10, 10 a.m. till, uh, till uh, 2. Two different vibes, two different shows, really some amazing music to be had. We're going to carry on with the interview. Also, just be sure you to stay tuned after 12 noon for Folklore Radio and then, of course, the inimitable Gage Kennedy and Off the Hook. In the background, again, some more of that Snowy Egret band. But um, let's go on and play, actually, uh, what she was talking about, the For the Love of Fire and Water Quintet, again, appearing at SF Jazz both Saturday and Sunday. That's Mary Halverson on guitar, Ingrid Laubrock on tenor and soprano saxophones, Tamika Reed on cello, Leslie Mock on drums, and, of course, Myra Melford. This is the track she was talking about, the, uh, the beginning, the number one to the first drawing of the ten, Suite of Ten by Cy Twombly. This is appropriately titled One. Thank you. 
And that was Myra Melford and For the Love of Fire and Water Quintet. Back to the interview. So I wondered, was it initially a conscious assembling, really, of some of the best women improvisers and composers in jazz? I know you've talked about this in some of your writings, but um, yeah, I'm curious about that. Did you think, okay, we're going to get some of these amazing women together? Yes, it was definitely that. Um, I mean, I, pl- I love playing with all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, but I really, you know, in the in the past few years, I've been playing more in these uh, collective situations with women. I I play in one band with called Tiger Trio with Nicole Mitchell and Joelle Leandra. I play in another with Zena Parkins and Mia Masaoka called MZM. And I realized, you know, I'm really enjoying that a lot right now. And uh, I'd like to try that with a different group of women. Mm -hmm. That was definitely a conscious choice. Well, it's interesting because I I, I noticed that and I was listening to Tiger Trio recently as well. And just thinking, wow, it's really an amazing kind of step forward and and a sort of a, a moment in general when women composers are finally being acknowledged that people are talking about the underrepresentation of women composers and artists um, in general and in the canon. And I was just thinking also about Terry Lynn Carrington's new standards where she's, you know, bringing forward uh, women composers and, and saying, hey, you know, they're not in the canon and you're not finding that sheet music and you should be. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. So do you, is that part of that process for you? Is that, do you feel in your I, mind? You know, I think it's a natural next step for me as an mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. Uh, and as a, as a woman artist. But I think it's also part of the zeitgeist, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're really in this time where people are, you know, that, that where things are becoming very clear mm-hmm. of, you know, what what we need to stand up for and what we need to keep moving forward with, and uh, you know, across the board uh, for underrepresentation. And so it it I I think I'm a part of this time, and it's nat- it's natural that that would also be something that I would be inclined towards. Yeah. Um, have, have you had a lot of reactions about that from from fellow artists or composers? Or I'm just curious if, I mean, it's it's a, as you say, it's a representation of the zeitgeist. And I'm sure you guys talk yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I think so. But, you know, I mean, I, I, uh, I think, I think my colleagues, both male and female, don't really say much about it because mm-hmm. I think for all of us, it feels very natural right? and not something. But, you know, w- when I think about it in terms of, you know, the statement that I'm making, th- then I feel it is important to talk about it. Thank you. 
And that's the track Bug by MZM, the all-women trio that Myra Melford was just talking about. Myra Melford, of course, on piano. Mia Masaoka on koto. Zena Parkins um, on a variety of things, accordion, harp. And uh, the MZM release from back in uh, 2017 on Infrequent Seams. And now to return to that interview with Myra Melford. This is KXSF LP San Francisco. The Friday morning frequencies. You're an educator at UC Berkeley. You, you teach a lot of students. How does that feel for them? Your women students are coming to the forward more or, you know? You know, it, there's still a surprisingly few number of women doing mm. this music, it, it, at least where I teach. Yeah. UC Berkeley. Um, it, I think it may be changing at other, like, you know, at Berkeley College of Music, where they have the jazz, gender, jazz, and what is it, gender and justice, right. or um, uh, there, I think, I think it's maybe they have more young women students, but um, I still find that there's a, a lack of, of that, you know, I, mm -hmm. but I think for the, those that I do have, I'm sure it's really inspiring. I'm really excited for your shows at SF Jazz. You were saying it's not exclusively going to be a run-through of, of The Love of Water and Fire. There's insertions. Are, is there other music you intend to play, or is it... It's going to be that, because I haven't yeah. had a chance to present this music to an audience outside of New York, the music on the recording. Mm -hmm. And then it's also an opportunity to introduce people to how we've developed the music and what it's like now uh, in advance of going into the studio right after this little tour that we're doing. Where else are you uh, playing this music? We're playing in LA at the Angel City Jazz Festival on November 4th. Mm -hmm. And we're playing in New York at Roulette on um, in Brooklyn on the 7th. And then we're going into the studio on the 8th. And so you'll be recording new music with this quintet then? Yeah, we'll point. be recording the insertions. The insertions. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see that as becoming a, a big, larger work that you'll assemble together? Or, or how, do you, how do you see that developing? Or what's next? I don't really know. I'd like to mm -hmm. keep this band together. And we're scheduled to um, tour in Europe in the fall of... 2023 and we'll present the music from the second record of course but then i'll also have new music so we'll see i i have a feeling it could continue to be twombly inspired but i'm not 100 percent sure about that yet fair enough your snowy egret ensemble is incredible do you guys uh, intend to continue do you think there'll be a, a another incarnation of that amazing band I, I think I've decided it's been a very difficult decision. Um, and as I'm sure you know, with Ron Miles passing away, it's difficult to imagine that band without yes. it. But I do have plans to put together a new project with some of those same musicians. Excellent. Well, we'll look forward to that. Is there a, a name or a date for that, or is it just sort of in the future? It's still in the planning stages, but mm -hmm. um, it's I'm getting clearer about it. So I, I hope I can move forward on it in the next year or two. Excellent. Well, yeah. I'll definitely play from some from Snowy Egret because that also is a Great. lovely, lovely record. Um, Thank you. 
Is there sort of anything that comes to you about the process of jazz and of social change? I mean, we've talked about the, the representation of women, and jazz has always been a, a radical force sometimes in, in, in political and social culture. Do you have some thoughts about that? I spoke about the Institute for Jazz and Gender Justice. Right. I can think of a lot of other colleagues who are, you know, bringing together their social and political beliefs and values with the music in an effort to, you know, call attention to all kinds of issues right now that we need to deal with from climate change to various political injustices going on all over the world. Um, and of course, there's this history, as you mentioned, certainly going back to the 1960s and perhaps earlier, where musicians use the stage and the platform and the vehicle of jazz to to discuss these things, yeah. certainly during the civil rights era. So really strikes me too is, uh, I mean, this is sort of a personal reaction to the, the music thing, but I think it's shared that you know, people find this kind of music and jazz as a liberatory force. Like you're you're dreaming and you're 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 feeling and responding to this, and it it opens people up. And I I wonder if you find yourself having that experience with the audience, the interesting dynamic that that can sometimes be. I I think so. I certainly have gotten feedback along those lines that it's mm -hmm. been so for people, and um, I think also. You know, it's different for people who are, say, familiar with Twombly's work and not, mm -hmm. you know. I, I feel really happy to be able to explore this interior space in a very public way. And, mm -hmm. and I hope that it is inspiring to other people. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me. I think that's, that's a beautiful end. And I really do appreciate, again, your music and this incredible group you've assembled and uh, look forward to hearing you. Great, thank you so much, Bob. Again, Myra Melford, an interview, composer, pianist, improviser, for the love of fire and water, the quintet, appearing, appearing at SF Jazz this coming Saturday and Sunday. I have tickets now for the Sunday show, 8.30 Late Show, uh, Sunday the 6th of November, this coming Sunday, 8.30 p.m. at the Joe Henderson Lab, San Francisco Jazz. Give me a call, 415-648-7327 when I drop the next track. Uh, we talked about uh, her collaboration, her duo, with uh, Ben Goldberg, local uh, clarinet legend himself, and uh, a lovely album called Dialogue. Uh, I think... We are going to play uh, Unexpected Visitor. Give me a call, 415-648-7327.
Hello, I would like to talk to all the adults who can vote in the next election on November 8th. I'm 12 years old, and your vote will have an impact on my life and all the other children and teenagers. Please don't let us down. Use the power of your vote to make all of our lives better. Vote on November 8th, or don't forget to mail in your ballots. Thank you. This message is brought to you by your fellow citizens at KSF 102.5 FM in San Francisco. Support for KXSF is provided by Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned cooperative that has been serving San Francisco vegetarian food and providing a model for sustainable living since 1975. Rainbow is located at 1745 Folsom Street. Visit them online at rainbow.coop. KXSF would like to thank Rainbow Grocery for its continued support. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you, all you out there, for tuning in to Friday Morning Frequencies, KXSFLP, San Francisco. Thanks again to Myra Melford for the interview, for coming through. In the background, Beth Custer, again, local clarinet heroine, who is uh, coming, coming to SF Jazz tonight. So you could do a full weekend of music. But again, thanks to Myra Melford for coming through, doing the interview, and for the amazing suite of music. Ten pieces inspired by the visual artist Cy Twombly called For the Love of Fire and Water, a quintet featuring, as well, a quintet featuring Tamika Reed, Ingrid Laubach, uh, uh, Mary Halverson on guitar. Incredible uh, weekend of music. Congratulations to the ticket winners, and I'll be joining you there. And thank you again. San Francisco Community Radio, stay tuned for Mr. Daniel Everett, your attorney at law, Folk Law Radio, soon to be in the house. And then, of course, Mr. Mr. Gage Kennedy, leaving you with Beth Custer.
Distribution. 